0: Coming up on today's episode of Real Talk Rentals, we're going to talk about friends and family, specifically the issues and dealing with them in property management. Welcome back to Real Talk Rentals, a podcast brought to you by OnQ Property Management. We're here to give you all the tips and tricks that go into owning a rental property. My name is Ben. With me, as always, Mr. Eric Dixon, go-to expert on all things rental property and real estate. Um, that's just how I refer to you now at all times when I yeah. talk, cause I say it every week. So now when I talk to my wife, I'm like, yeah, you know, Eric Dixon, the go-to, go-to expert. To expert. Oh
1: yeah. yes. Feels um, so good.
0: This episode, we're going to talk about something, um, that comes up a lot actually in what we do, um, in one way or another. And, uh, that's friends and family. Um, I realize now that I titled this episode friends and family issues, and it sounds like I'm like mad at my parents or something, but <laughs> What we're actually talking about is there's so many different steps, so many different people that can be involved when it comes to renting a property. And a lot of people, for obvious reasons, use friends and family. And we're going to kind of walk through the pitfalls and the advantages and everything about that, that we see on our end. So Eric, let's start. I'm going to kick it to you. This is probably the most common way that we see friends and family interacting when it comes to rental properties. And that is... Somebody rents out their property to a brother, a sister, a cousin, whoever. We yeah. have somebody here who rents to their father, you know? Yep. So this, <laughs> this happens a lot. Um, what are the pitfalls of this?
1: Well, the uh, yeah, so this is funny because there's, there's so many ways the friends and family could get involved. It could be your property manager, could be somebody you rented to, could be the handyman, could be whatever. And it's just there is the dynamic, right, that it, it can go south. Fast or it can be great. So, right. kind of a, a pros and cons, right? I would say the pros are the things that are great is that you've got this relationship. So you would think you've got trust. You've got, hey, I know this person, they would never do anything bad, you know. And should sure. you want to help them out, hundred percent. So if you right. want to rent out to, it's like I've known Ben for five years. Hey, you'd be a great tenant, but it's just there's this gray area that happens, you know, over time that that you have to get through. Um, I'd say another pro would be. Payment. Um, I'm just going to use the example Ben's renting from me. It's like, hey, Ben, uh, cash only, you know, yeah. under the table. You could do Zelle or Venmo, or hey, I usually are going to get my rent on the first from you. Yeah. And I'm going to put it in my bank account on the first, you know. So payment is going to be a little bit delayed if you have a third party property manager. Sure. Um, because it's got to clear the account, then they have to send you funds and it could take a week or whatever. Um, and then the other pro potentially these are the great things, right? Is there's no middleman. So it's direct contact. Right. Um, but as I was thinking about this yesterday, like, hey, this is going to be the topic. I'm like, those are also the cons, right? Right. Yeah. The, the same list. Yeah, the same <laughs> list. You've got relationship. Yeah. It's, it's, you have a relationship. So that could be bad. You've got uh payment. Could be bad. If yeah. they don't pay you, then it's like, dude, this is awkward, man. Why'd you make this awkward? Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the uh, no middleman could be a con could be bad because there isn't somebody that is separating the relationship. So I'd say the good and the bad, just like anything else, it could work out great. And you're like, I don't know why you'd ever hire a property manager, or I don't know why you'd, you know, rent to somebody random, just throw it on your Facebook page and rent it to somebody, you know, you know, it it could go great. So um, it could, (laughs) but but it could be bad. So you mentioned, um, so we have an employee that rents to their father. We've got, um, another employee who rents to a former employee. Yeah. We've got a current employee that rents to a current employee. Yeah. I, I forgot about that one until just now. So we have that one. Um, but we also have an owner. I signed him up years ago, hired us to evict their son. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, we've had, uh, we've had divorce issue. You know, we've had, you know, uh, a husband rents to their ex-wife and now that's her gone. You know, you've got crazy dynamics. And at the end of the day, they hire us to get in the middle of it. And then as soon as that's done, they're like, Hey, let's rent it to somebody on the open market. Sure. I'm done with the relationship part of it.
0: Yeah. Um, I feel like we're always talking about in this podcast is you got to take the emotion out of it, right? Treat it like an investment, take the emotion. If you know the person, it's impossible, right? The emotion's going to be there, and obviously, to us, that's a bad idea. It may work out great in some situations. I know, tons of people it does, but there, the emotion's always going to be there. And and I kind of give you the example uh, yesterday when we were chatting about this that like, if I owe five hundred dollars on a bill, I'm going to pay that bill on the due date. You know, yeah. if I owe my parents five hundred dollars, I might be like. Yeah, I'll get them the next paycheck. Yep. Nobody <laughs> deal. Like it's mom and dad. They don't no, care. And it's exactly. not even a malicious thing. It's just when there's that, I, I know them, I know their yep. financial situation. They're fine. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I can matter get it to them. Them. First or the first of the 10th. It's all, it's fine. Yeah, they'll get it. Uh, they know I'm good for it. So it's fine. Um, but you wouldn't do that. You know, if I'm. I wouldn't do that with my current landlord. She knows I'm good for it. I'll get it to her when I get it to her, you know, because it's not that same relationship. You know, it's a business relationship.
1: And and to your point, so the the good and the bad, there's two different columns. It's like emotionally and stress and all that, but it's also financially. Most of the time, what we see at least is when you do rent to a family member, a friend, somebody, you know, someone who knows somebody, you also give them a deal. And so it's like double whammy. It's like, dude, this is stressful and emotional. And man, this is hard. And I rent it for 20% below market rate, you know? Yeah. And it, it'd be one thing if it's like, hey, I rent to friends and family, but it's market rate. At least you're getting market rate. Right? Yeah. But usually I've seen it hundreds of times, literally, where month after month after month, you know, you're giving them a deal, giving them a deal. And then the tenant also expects you to provide all these other things. If, sure. If, there's just so much gray area. I mean, my advice is if you're in the middle of that now, just, uh, just, uh, Commit now to going on the open market next time, whether it's through a management company like us or by yourself, like just go on the open market, you'll get market rate, and then you'll have that buffer, you know, between.
0: All right. So next most common situation um, that we see is maintenance. And that is like, you know, (laughs) hey, the property's got a leak. My brother's a plumber. Or my brother's not even a plumber. My brother's really handy. You know, he's not a certified plumber.
1: (laughs) Hey, they're a certified plumber. Yeah, that's totally different.
0: different, But it's like, hey, you know, he knows how to fix this stuff. I'm going to send him over there. Why is that obviously a bad idea? Yeah, yeah. I
1: mean, number one rule with maintenance without that scenario is always use a licensed insured contractor. Right. To your point, you know, if my brother is a plumber, he's licensed and everything. It's like, hey, sweet. He'll probably actually give me a deal and he's licensed. Yeah. that's fine. But you know our requirements are licensed and insured. They've got to provide a W nine. They've got to provide a certification of insurance. Their licensing, as a bare minimum, to touch the property, right? And we, we've had example over example of of how that's helped and saved the owner and saved the property because of issues. Um, but the number two rule, right behind that one, is if you're not using um, or do not use that. You know craigslist wonder or that referral from somebody who from somebody that's just like yeah. oh he's super handy he's the best it's only 50 bucks or 100 bucks and they'll do it yeah and you don't even say are you licensed are you are you insured you know just don't use that guy like yeah for sure
0: you get what you pay for uh, usually <laughs>
1: yeah you and whether it's you know month to month to get what you pay for or if it's down the road
0: you yeah know? it might come up later and bite you um i would say too like even outside of this industry and what we've seen here you know, I would be hesitant to use even if my brother is a licensed plumber, because things happen, right? And you don't want to bring in like a bad blood where it's like you <laughs> yeah. both feel like you're not at fault, but it's like, hey man, you screwed me out of ten thousand dollars because the place yeah. flooded, you know, yeah. and maybe it wasn't his fault, but you don't need to bring that into a relationship. No, you it's, know,
1: it's super tough, man. The uh and and then aside from that, even if they're great, it just makes it awkward. It's like, Hey man, this is my investment. You fixed the plumbing, but like, it's still broken. Yeah. Can you go back and fix it? It's under warranty. And it's like, all right, Ben, now you're taking advantage of me. Yeah. You know? And it's like, Oh no, I would do this with any plumber. You yeah, know? exactly. Hold them to their warranty terms, you know? Yeah. Um, the, the other, the other reason I just thought of is the, uh, you know, the legitimacy of the contractor is important for invoicing and your expenses for when you do mm-hmm. taxes and for when you're tracking things super tough to track giving somebody 50 bucks on the side to pay an unlicensed vendor versus paying somebody on a legit invoice. It has their license number on the invoice. If you ever got audited by the IRS or whatever, you're like, no, this is a legit plumbing invoice. And no, that paying somebody by Zelle or Venmo is like, yeah, (laughs) it's just a bootleg way to do it. You'll save a few bucks, but in the long scheme of things, it's not worth it.
0: Yeah. You'll, you'll cover yourself too, by using that insured, you know, licensed contractor. Um, I remember I worked in restaurants for a long time and, uh, we would build new restaurants and you would always see these like mom and pop places that would build up and, uh, you wouldn't even think about it, but in the restrooms and bathrooms, they have the diaper changing thing, right? No contractor will touch it. There are special licensed people that put that in because they're like, I'm not going to be the guy that bolts that to a wall. Yep. And then it falls with a the baby on it.
1: Exactly. Yep.
0: So it, it, you literally have to hire a special guy. That's all they do. No, that's super and interesting. And they, yeah. you know, they're covered for that. Like, so well, we, we've seen all sorts of stuff here. We've seen, you know, with a contractor, a technician we don't use anymore, but yeah. a place burned down.
1: Oh yeah. Dude. No, I was going to say that example is still in my mind because it was only like a year ago, but it's like, it was a legit licensed, bonded, insured contractor technicians, very professional Freak accident. Yeah. I was soldering a, a shower, I think, or a le- doing something in the bathroom and it caught the insulation on fire, burned the fourplex down. Yeah. So you've got four units, uninhabitable, but they were licensed, bought, and insured, open to claim. Tenants got, you know, it ended up being fine.
0: Yeah. The just insurance freak care accident. of it.
1: But can you imagine if the owner hired a bootleg handyman yeah. and they burned the place down? He was
0: like, that's my brother, he just had a blowtorch. So I asked yeah. him to do it. You yes, know, dude. He's and scorpion like, hunts with that thing. Yeah. So I said, bring <laughs> it over and <laughs> fix the shower. No,
1: but it's just like, dude, that's a freak accident. And if that guy wasn't licensed, yeah. he'd say, sorry, but it's the property owner. That's like, oh dang, like not only does he not have insurance, my insurance may not cover it. Cause I didn't hire a licensed contractor. Right. So, you know, that could be bad. We've had, um, uh, we had a flood that uh, a flooring contractor that we used Unhooked the washer dryer, replaced the floor. Oh then, yeah! And then the next day we came back and there's two inches of water everywhere, and they incorrectly unhooked the the water and didn't check and it pressurized and something happened and um they had insurance and it was a license bonded insured subcontractor and they covered it and yeah. we moved on and the owner was really cool about it. He's like, well, as long as I get my lost rents, like I don't care. Yeah. And I get new flooring and new baseboards and new paint. And he's like, this is actually kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Hey, thanks for using a legitimate uh, contract.
0: Yeah. You know? Yeah. All <laughs> so, right. Um, next scenario. Um, let's say I own a couple rental properties. I'm busy, but I know my sister is not, she's at home. She's chilling. I say, Hey, why don't you manage these for me? You know, why don't you run these? And this sounds absurd, but we see it. We it. see people. We we have a guy whose mother in law managed a bunch of properties for him.
1: Yeah, we we just signed that. So the one you're talking about, yeah, just signed them on, and they've been self managing for years, and it's just like, no, my mother in law needs to stop managing my properties.
0: Yeah, like, we're yeah. talking <laughs> double digit problem, not one or two. You know, this guy's got a lot of properties, <laughs> and, and it's to
1: save. I don't know. As far as the whole portfolio is concerned, pennies, man. Yeah, I and mean, as a percentage of gross rent, you're like you are losing out on so, you know so many things. But I, I ask myself the same thing. It's like it's not a licensed insured contractor, but is your sister a licensed, like in Arizona, you have to be a licensed real estate agent or a licensed brokerage to do property management. So right. are they licensed? Do they have the credentials? Do they have the the E and O insurance, the heirs and emissions insurance in case she screws up? Like is right. she gonna cover it? No, she's gonna say, Hey, sorry, brother. You know I'm not a legit manager. Like I don't yeah. know what you want me to do. <laughs> yeah. And I'll go, Well, I'm so glad I saved the 20 bucks a month yeah. difference, right? Like the, uh, there was one specific that, uh, owner that was paying a family member to do it very similar to how much they pay us now to manage it. And it's like, you're talking about tens of dollars a month saved per Insane. property. And is the difference between a sibling doing it to kind of help them out versus a professional property manager. So, I mean, I would just say same thing as the contractor, just make sure they're licensed. And your relationship with that person, I have to think, is worth more than saving a few bucks. Absolutely. You know, and and if you're trying to help them out, help them find a job. Yeah. <laughs> you know, don't don't uh, don't make them your property manager.
0: Or or you know, if they work for a property management company, there's there's nothing wrong with that. But I would think to me, you know, I would say, my brother came to me and say, yeah, for sure, I'm gonna have. Eric manager property who I work <laughs> with. You will talk to him about this. Yeah. You and I are never going to talk about this, yeah. but we'll take care of you. Yeah. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll set you up and be in good hands. Cause yep. why, why bring that in? You know, I, could yeah. you, I mean, I get along with my mother-in-law and the idea of her managing anything for me is terrifying.
1: Yeah. It's terrifying. And it's mostly cause you don't, you don't want that to come between you, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Like any, any repair or issue. And you're like, dude, that's awkward. This is yeah. just, don't make it weird, man.
0: So. <laughs> um, I, I have a good friend. This is another kind of horror story, but he recently moved and bought a new house, decided to keep his current house. He lives on the same street as me. So he was keeping that house on the street and renting it out. Met with on cue, met with some property managers. Then all of a sudden a buddy of his was like, Oh, well, this I is the
1: guy that, yeah, he ended up not signing up. Yeah. He us, didn't right? sign okay, with okay. us, you know,
0: no hard feelings, whatever. And, uh, He's got. I got a friend who's just going to move in. He needs a place. And I was like, I don't know if you should <laughs> do that, man, but okay. <laughs> so the other day I come home, this was like a week ago, and the garage door, the front garage door, I mean, it looks like the guy ran into it with the car. Like it is completely, which is probably would happen. completely oh, yeah. dented in.
1: into it. Yeah.
0: So I text my buddy like, hey, I don't know if you know this, but your garage door has been hammered you know <laughs> <laughs> it's destroyed he's like what are you kidding me the yeah guy didn't tell him comes down looks at it he's you know him and han and then he came over and talked to me he says yeah you know he he doesn't have the cash right now but when he does he's gonna fix it and, and it's like,
1: like you Dude. know how that's gonna play out yeah. yeah
0: like you wouldn't you wouldn't in a normal transaction situation make that exception if somebody drove through a part of your house you would be like man, you got to fix that and fix yeah. it now, you know?
1: Yeah. And then like, and we, we have that right where that exact scenario, if it was through a management company, maybe the neighbor doesn't call us, but the HOA is going to hit us up. The owner's going to get a violation. Hey, your garage door is messed up. Then we get to the tenant. We'll, we, we enforce the lease. Yeah. Whereas him dude. the, unfortunately the tenant is like puppeteering the tenant's the owner's emotions. Yeah. You know, like, Hey, sorry, I don't have the money right now, man. I promise I'm good for it. And yeah, we're probably giving them a deal on rent for
0: sure. Yes. <laughs> so, 100%. So it's just
1: like, Oh, dude, you feel yeah. for those owners, man. They're getting taken advantage on the financial yeah. part. And now again, financially on the, on the garage door. Maybe.
0: And he's just a good guy. And I know would never, you know, he's the kind of guy that'll just grin and bear it. It's yeah. like, man, so, yeah. I just want to be like, come here, just sign up. You know, just, <laughs> you're not saving that time. much. It, I sounds promise like, it sounds
1: like we've got him next time for sure. Yeah,
0: for sure. Right. We'll <laughs> remind him. All right. So um last scenario I wanted to talk touch on, and this one obviously you know a lot about and I would think can be a very positive experience. And that's using for buying and purchasing real estate, you oh, know, yeah. using uh friends or family. Um, whether that's investment properties or just real estate in general, yep. is that do you think there's downsides to that?
1: Yeah, so I'd say yes and no, like like in all things, like. And I have to think of all of the friends of family who have used me. So it's like, well, sure. yeah, using friends of family is great. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But but it would be the caution is, especially as you're investing in rental properties, is just making sure that the agent that you're using, if you're related to them or their friends and family or whatever, that's totally fine. They can earn that commission. They can do that. But make sure they understand what buying an investment is versus buying like your primary residence. Yeah. And both of them, it's a real estate transaction. I get it but there is more that goes into it and it's not right. very complicated but it's you know we see it all of the time especially with uh, right now in Arizona there's new builds going up everywhere yeah and we get these owners that are like signing up with our service i have this brand new property i'm excited to rent it out they sign up and then we talk about comps you know rental comps the comparables of what your right. market rate is going to be and they're like yeah we would like to start at 3000 a month and we're like oh well, here are the rental comparables and it's actually like twenty-three, twenty four hundred. Yeah. And they're like, no, 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 no. My real estate agent said you could for sure get three thousand. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, your real estate agent has no idea what the crap they're talking about. Yeah, because you know? they don't do it every day. <laughs> they, they don't do it. And it's not it was not malicious, I'm sure. Sure. They probably threw it up in Zillow rent estimate was this, or yeah, they kind of said, Yeah, yeah, my friend rents a house around the corner with that, but they don't realize that their friend's house has a pool and five bedrooms instead of three or whatever, sure. right? And agents are not malicious about it. They're just excited and they're getting a deal done and they're yeah. they're trying to get pen to paper and get that commission, you know? But just make sure that if your agent's not doing it for you, there are agents that do. I feel like we do a great job at it, but let's say you still want to use your friend, at least determine the rental rate and all that stuff before you, you were fully committed. You know, sure. get with the property manager, say, hey, I'm buying this house. What is this going to rent for? Um, there's a lot of heartache will be avoided. You know, yeah. we, we we have some that say, Do you know, that example I was giving you, they start at three thousand and we lowered a hundred bucks, a hundred bucks, lowered a hundred, and it finally rents out at what we told them it would at twenty five or whatever. For sure. And then they're like, man, I'm upside down on my mortgage payment that I thought I was going to be making five hundred. I'm upside down a hundred. Yeah. And I would have never bought this place or whatever. And then and then it creates this animosity and stuff. So I would just say investing in a rental property is a little bit different than you're taking your family around looking for your primary residence. 100%. Um, you know, Looking for your primary residence, it's an emotional decision. Sure, it's financial, but it, a lot of it's emotion. It's yeah. school district. It's how close you are to your parents, your work, your friends. When it's an investment as a rental, you do look at school districts. You look at crime. You look at a couple things, but it's less about that and more about return on investment, long-term appreciation. It's a numbers game. It's yeah. a numbers game. And so you need your agent needs to understand the numbers game. Yeah. That that's a great way to put it.
0: You told me this yesterday and it blew my mind, but um that you know we'll have people that are owners with us and they'll call and they'll say, hey, my I'm gonna buy this property, my real estate agent, can you just uh want you guys to run comps and send them oh, over yeah. to him. And it's oh, like, dude, no, it's... hang on. <laughs> like that's what he should be doing. No, or like, she. <laughs> hey
1: the licensed agent that's helping me on the buy doesn't know how. So can I ask you the licensed agent to run my rental comps yeah. for me? You know, and we're, we're happy to do it. Sometimes it gets out of hand. We'll get a list. Hey, these seven houses we looked at today, can you tell me the best deal? And it's like, Hey, look, we're not representing you on the buy. Right. So, you know, it's, it's it is touchy and we, we don't want to step on toes, dude. Let the licensed agent community here in Arizona is fantastic. They're supportive of property managers. You know, it would never speak ill illy of them. Yeah. But, they need to either learn how to do that or get out of the rental investment game, you know, and just, sure. just focus on the, on the primary residence stuff, but they're great. And, uh, it's not that complicated. It's just as the investor, you guys listening, make sure you know those numbers going into it. And so it it's not a surprise, you know, yeah. when you're going to put it for rent, and you're like, man, I'm out of the range, I'm out of the ballpark, but I've already bought the property.
0: Yeah, yeah, and we see that, and it's like you said, they end up being upside down, and it's like, man, what a bummer, you know? Nope. Okay, um, hopefully we haven't turned people off too much from.
1: Hey, friends, friends and family. family, friends and family are great. They're I've, great. I feel like uh, <laughs> I feel like we're kind of counselors right now. We're like, I'd, stay away from friends and family. You
0: know. Yeah, but you know this is all of these examples are real world examples that we see here, you know, all the time. And oh, it's and, like,
1: and I've, I'm guilty of it even right now, like right yeah. now of rentals. Right. I have fantastic. I have a couple of tenants that are personal friends or whatever. And this is not speaking bad of that. It's just like, no, there, there are potential issues. Right? Sure. There's this gray area of like, well, do they know they're getting a good deal? I expect certain things, and it's like that's not fair to either either me or the tenant. Yeah,
0: <laughs> you know, they show up to the park, and you're like, "That's a nice new car you got," they and I'm pay paying rent. you five hundred yeah. <laughs> bucks. You're paying me five hundred below market rate. Like, kind of those kind of things. You don't you don't want to bring those into a friendship. Yeah, no, you I'm, know,
1: I, I've been lucky where it hasn't it hasn't turned into sure. issues, but the bad, bad, bad issues are ones that our company has taken on, and it's like we're evicting family. Or, yeah, or they're 100%. hiring. They're hiring us to have the hard conversation. Yeah, know? and it's like, what? That's not fair. No,
0: <laughs> we'll do it. We'll but do that's it, not fair. But that's messed up. Yeah. All right, that's it for us uh, this time. Be sure to subscribe to the show wherever you're listening, and leave us five stars if you can. It really helps out, and we will see you guys next time.